this morning we have a guest speaker, and um, this guest speaker is a good friend of mine. She also happened to be my mom, coincidentally. Um, it's uh, it's going to be interesting because my mom speaks no English at all, and I'll be translating. She'll be sharing uh, in Russian. I'll be translating into English, so it's going to be interesting. I just want to say a few words about my mom. Uh, my mom, she came to the Lord when I was 15, and I could see how her life was transformed right in front of my eyes. And, you know, we were messed up. So people, people who know me, they know that I messed up, but you should have seen me before I become a Christian. Uh, our life was quite dark, and when my mom came to Christ, I just saw in front of my eyes this transformation happened. I wasn't a believer, and my mom, she was the one praying for me every single day, so God would, got hold of my heart and brought me to himself, which he did a year later. And my, my father died when I was young, so my mom, she raised me by herself. Later, she got married again in a, in a church. And her husband and my mom, they were sent in the late 90s to the eastern Ukraine to plant churches. So for last 23 or 24 years, they've been working there. They planted five churches, and they've been working hard to raise those churches. But, you know, the war that started in Ukraine... Uh, last year changed a lot. So uh, they, they were staying in that place for a long time. It's a city of Rubizhne. It's the eastern part of Ukraine, just 60 kilometers from Russia. Pastor Dave, he was there, so we did some ministry there. And they, they were trying to do their best and continue serving, ministering people, but then it was really dangerous to be there. And miraculously, they got out of that place and they went to western Ukraine uh, where they were plugged into different churches and they still were continuing ministering and serving people in western Ukraine. A couple months ago they moved to Kiev. So now she lives in Kiev, it's the capital of Ukraine. So she lives there and she plugged in in the church and she serves. And even now she's visiting and this week she's going back. And she's going back uh, without her son's permission because, because her son wants her to stay. Everybody leaving Ukraine, coming here, but my mom leaving Canada and going back back to Ukraine because she has a sense of call and she knows that she needs to be there. So thank you guys. And you know, beside that, my mom, she will share our church has been supporting churches in Ukraine. Ever since the war started, our church plugged in through Global Focus. We, uh, we've been sending funds uh, to support what churches are doing in Ukraine. We sent over 100,000 Canadian dollars to Ukraine in the past year to support. Uh, money were coming from other churches as well. Some money were coming from you. Many of you personally will, were giving money to me, so I would forward it to my mom. So she would be sharing uh, how this money actually were making impact and they were huge blessing and support. So let's welcome our speaker today, uh, Tatiana Belia. Mom, come and, come and share. Test, test. Yes. A peace to you, dear church. I'm so thankful for this privilege just to stand here and share that I have on my heart and share a little bit of my story with you to share what God allows us to go through 
иногда нам кажется, что мы поступим так или иначе. А Бог обязательно... А Бог обязательно поступит так, как мы ожидаем. Но не всегда так. Его пути и мысли для нас, они Они замечательны. Их никто не может отменить. И я хочу сначала выразить глубокую благодарность вам. Церковь. И каждому. В самом начале, в тот момент, как мы столкнулись с войной, это было неожиданно, это было внезапно, это было непонятно, это было страшно. Наш город, небольшой город, находился на линии огня. Он был под обстрелами. И однажды, проснувшись утром, мы оказались в ловушке. Мы были тут. So we were in one part of the city, and then uh, Ukraine became beyond the front line. So we were occupied by Russian forces. And in this moment, in the very beginning, you guys were sending some money toward our way. And because this money came timely, we could купить большое количество продуктов, медикаментов, всего необходимого, пока это было в магазинах. Наступил момент, когда все исчезло из продаж. Но это было у нас. Это было у церкви. И мы могли служить людям. Мы служили людям. служили которых Бог приготовил на это время. And it, it was, Однажды я шла по улице. Going, and there was a man was just walking. Не пьяница. He wasn't drunk. Человек. He was just a person. И он каждому обращался. And he was just looking to everybody who would cross by and asking, "Can you please give me something to eat? I'm very hungry." Была нужда. He was so needy, so hungry. And because we had those finances coming and we had something stored, we were able to help people like that all the time. We could meet so many needs of people who were so desperate. Мы продолжали жить. And we just continued to live. Знаете, оказавшись там, 
When we found ourselves trapped in this situation, uh, there are so many people that some neighbors, some other people who were trapped, they, weren't, they, couldn't, they didn't ever create when it still was possible, but then at this time street fighting happens in the city, so people couldn't leave that place. And I just want to tell that it's not like we were just surviving. We actually continued to live. And we felt actually the fullness of God's life that was in us. It's his life that was flowing through us and in us. And that life was giving us desires and passions and, and, and desires to serve people and worship him. And desire to fulfill his will that he had for us during this time. Jesus, he is a way, he is a truth and a life. When I lived without Christ, I actually didn't have real life in me. I just survived. I was just faking it, Some fantasies. Но когда пришла жизнь, heart, мы видели, что можно жить. С тем, что и все преодолевать. Силой возлюбившего нас. В нашем доме жило девять человек. В нашей квартире. Трехкомнатная квартира на первом этаже. Которая осталась цела. У нас было три собаки и кот. И мы жили. Однажды пришло время, когда не стало воды. Реально, не в кране. But there came time when we were completely cut of water. But then God was providing snow. And we were able just to sneak out of our house to get some bucket of snow melted and have water. And the neighbor from, from across the street saw us doing it. And late at night, that neighbor came and he brought us the actual uh, jar of real water. We didn't realize that by doing all these good things, we were sowing seeds. And then those people, they were sharing with us what they had. So we were, we were sowing and then we see how God was feeling our needs through other people. И когда воды совсем не было, and за ней then, нужно было идти. And then the whole city was cut off of water, so to get water you need to go far on the other side of the city to get some from uh, from, from a well. Это место обстреливалось. And that it was very dangerous because there was constant bombing and shelling and bullets flying left and right. И другой сосед. And there was another neighbor. Идя за своей водой. When he was going to, to take water for for him. Брал наши емкости. He would take a few jars from us. And he would feel and bring it to us. So we could see this God's care caring for us non-stopping. We had lots of neighbors in our apartment buildings. And there were so people who really didn't like us and they actually would refuse even talk to us because of our faith. 
But at this time, we all lived together. They were coming and they were at our apartment listening to us share the gospel with them. And many of them actually met Christ and they received Christ in our apartment. Они часами сидели и слушали библейские истории. рассказывал мой муж. Они спрашивали, почему вы раньше этого не слышали? Мы жили в одном подъезде. Заходили знакомые, которые могли выехать в Россию. И мы за них молились. И были такие, которые уезжали с Господом. And there were people who uh, would witness that they would never come to Christ, but because of these circumstances, they actually allowed Christ to come to their life and they became saved. Despite everything, that actually was a glorious time. And it was worse to be there and to stay there. In these six weeks we stayed under this occupation, we were celebrating birthdays. And we, we, we were spending lots of time together as a community. We celebrated 24th anniversary with me and my husband. And we were celebrating anniversary in these circumstances. And I'm thanking God for this And then there was time when God actually led us out of this place because it became so dangerous and we felt that God is saying, now it's time to leave. First me and then my husband. And actually it happened through, through a person who wasn't Christian, but she was a disabled person. And we took her into our apartment. She was staying with us. We were serving her. And then her relatives, they arranged us to go through occupied territories to get evacuated верующих родственников за нами приехала машина и у меня было пять минут на сборы это Бог это было невозможно у нас во дворе был штаб слева справа танки тут везде и подъехала машина я хочу поблагодарить вас церковь за то что дальше в течение этой войны And all this time since the war started, you church can continue to faithfully support churches in Ukraine. Я хочу сказать, ну, помощь приходила через нашего друга. We have a great friend, a pastor in city of Zaporozhye that is our agent in Ukraine. Эти финансы пошли. There would be a map. There would be a map on Ukraine right here. финансы, ваши финансы пошли. This money was going. There is a 27 communities all over Ukraine that money were distributed and supported churches in those areas. Это гуманитарная помощь. Это продукты. Это оплата перевозок. Заправка. Это оплата жилья для тех, кто ушел из оккупированных территорий. Эти деньги, они служили, служили для царства Божьего. 
bringing so much impact to the community and they were bringing glory to God. I visited that church in Zaporozhye where our, our friend, he is a pastor. This church became so alive because of all of that. Because they were so active serving their communities, their churches grew so much. It was a people, it was a small church of only 30 people. They only had three live groups. That's all it was in this church in Zaporozhye. During this time, now now they 13 live groups and they have more than 500 people attending their Sunday services every week. Now they have children's service, youth service. They did four water baptisms. People wanted to come and, and 40 people they committed their lives to Christ through water baptism. And so many churches in Ukraine experienced this kind of reality. Because church took this as an opportunity to shine bright to people around them in these dark times. This last Christmas they celebrated in Zaporozhye. This, they arranged uh, this celebration for more than 400 kids uh, coming and celebrating with them. And they, they made so many food hampers, more than 500 food hampers spreading around uh, the, the community. And we, I, I'm sharing all that to give glory to God. Because we see how God is using his body to care for each other. I would like to share with you in remaining time what I have learned. There are three thoughts I would like to share with you. The first thing I learned through all this experience that God knows everything. He sees you where you are. He knows me. Uh, I will just read from Psalm 139. The point is that God, God knows you and he prepares you for what's coming. He equips us beforehand for everything that we need to go through. Psalm 139, verses 13 to 17. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depth of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. How precious to me are your thoughts. How vast are your ways. What happened to us, what happened to me, See, it caught me by surprise. I didn't see it coming, but I know that it did not catch God by surprise. David had to face Goliath one day. But God was equipping David for this day. He, he was preparing him through sending bear his way. 
Лев. And then the lion. Он учился. So he was tra- in, in God's training school. Господь великолепен. God is faithful. Однажды в мою жизнь пришел диагноз. One time I was diagnosed. Я уже верующая. Я не сомневаюсь, что Бог держит меня за руку. Я не сомневаюсь в Его любви. Я наслаждаюсь Его присутствием. И в больнице Он показывает мне видение. Поле моей жизни. Коряги, болота, ямы. Бог держит меня за руку. Я ожидаю, что Он будет обводить меня. Он говорит со мной через все. на которой Бог приготовил для нас дела. В этом мире, где тьма. В этом мире, Дела, в которых мы будем сиять. Мы не ищем этого. Мы не ищем Don't go through those uh, those dark moments in our life. But God wants us to be right in the middle of it because there are people that He prepared for us so we can shine for them, we can love on them, we can share the gospel with them. The next that I learned besides that God knows everything and He prepares us, I know that in the middle of it all, God is closer to us than ever before. God is walking with us through all the darkness and through the desert in our lives. Step by step. We don't need to cry and ask Him to come. We don't need to kind of worry that He's somewhere far. But he is right here, closer than our breath. I remember there is particularly one night in the darkness. We're sitting in our room, blinds closed. We can hear explosions all over. We just sit in small group together. We can't really sleep and we can sense this death behind our windows. Lots of explosions. We can hear explosions like very close and we realize every time the explosion happens somebody is dying right now. And suddenly I find myself, I hear myself singing song of worship. I don't even know what's happening. And I, I hear myself singing louder and louder and louder. 
И он приходит. And we just sense this awesome presence of God in this dark room. There was believers and non-believers gathered together in our living room. There is no music. There is, there is no lights. There is no stage. There is, there is nothing. And we can sense His awesome, tangible presence. And God saying, "I am here with you." Его присутствие просто наполнило квартиру. И такое впечатление, что ему вообще нет дела до того, что происходит за окном. Неважно, что там. Мы в его руках. Мы в безопасности. Его воля непоколебима. Она не изменяется. We, и он тут. We just sense his heart for us and his, his good will for us. It gave us such a courage. И я здесь сказать вам, чтобы вы не проходили. And I want to tell you, doesn't matter what you go through. У каждого своя война. We have each of us we have own journey, own deserts. У кого-то сложности в семье. It, it could be in your family. Работа. It could be something business, in your finances or, or your business or your children. Or relationships. Or health. But this is what God is saying. I'm near. I'm right where you are. I'm with you on your journey. I knew. See, for me it was like a theory. I knew all about that. There is a scripture in Romans 8. I knew that. Let me read it for you. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present or the future nor any powers, neither height or depth, not anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Он пришел и сказал, ничто, никто не сильнее его объятия, не сильнее его любви. I knew that in theory, but in this dark room it became such a reality that God is saying right here, nothing is able to separate you from my love. Никто не заберет тебя. Now, no one can snitch you out of my hand. Мы не просто знаем, в кого мы уверовали. We don't just know someone we like some the, 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 the God is somewhere far. But we know in the circumstances we get to know that we belong to him. We are his. Кто я? Чья я? It just emphasized to me, and I, I even grow to know more about that I belong to him, and then uh, that he, he is mine, and I am his. Это было очень сильно для меня, и в другой ситуации я бы не узнала его с этой стороны. And I want to tell you that if we didn't go through these circumstances, I probably wouldn't know the depth of я this revelation. I probably would continue to know it on, on the level of I probably would continue to confess the scripture, but for me it would be still like a just a theory, just something I know in my mind. 
But God allows us to go through some of the things so what we know in our head we start knowing in our heart. It just becomes reality. Because God gave us everything that we need. He equipped us. He gave us everything we need. Yes, people pray for us and we thank for it. People lay hands on us and yes, it's a huge blessing. But there, but there is a thing. It's important thing. There are things that people can't just pray for me or you can't do to my behalf. Doesn't matter what happens in my life. Well, this is what I learned. This is the third point that I learned. I need to learn to keep and guard my heart, not to allow evil to overcome my heart. From the very beginning of this war, when war just started I only had one prayer on my lips Lord help me to remain faithful I, 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 didn't quite, I wasn't quite sure what exactly this prayer meant but I was praying Lord please help me to remain faithful Romans 12 I will just read you the scripture Romans 12 uh, 17 to 21 do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of the everyone. If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, by, but overcome evil with good. I want to tell you that actually for me standing here it's not easy. 22 years of our life what we were building was everything was taken away from us. People we loved and we invested the church the real estate we own church real estate that we built and we prayed about and everything we working, were working for this past 23 years unfortunately I wasn't able to take my dogs with me and one of my dogs died uh, during all that my husband's two sons both of them are in the army and both of them they were wounded big times and one of them already had six surgeries going trying to uh, to save him lots of pain we went through lots of pain even yesterday we heard bad news that uh, Elizabeth's uncle uh, was killed on the battlefield it's very painful but this is what God is teaching us we can't allow the enemy of our souls to overcome our hearts by evil everything that God is leading us and the way he's revealing himself to us we need to guard it and if we allow evil to come to our hearts we will, we will go astray from his ways 
God is calling us to shine bright in his love during the darkest times. I remember there was a moment when uh, we couldn't get any water. We, we didn't have gas or electricity. So, but we, I remembered that in our church office there, there is still some water left. And my bro- one of the brothers from the church and I, we just went trying to grab some water. And as we were walking, there was a street fight broke out. And Russian soldiers, they kind of made us to go into the basement. So they kind of threw us in the basement just so we were sitting in this basement and I can see these two Russian soldiers talking to each other and one of them saying this to another one what would I say to the mothers of this other guy who was killed what would I say to the, to the wife of that other guy who was killed so he was talking about other Russian soldiers that were killed in this war those are the enemies but I found myself that I don't have hatred I have pain and actually compassion I have compassion toward them God has been teaching me that the kingdom of God that inside of me the God's kingdom inside Jesus said that kingdom is in you in the kingdom of God there is no room for hatred there is no room for, for being mad and, and take revenge but this is what devil wants when, when we go through hard times he wants us to become bitter he wants us to, to start uh, uh, you know fostering this uh, uh, this e- e- evil uh, and desire evil to other people to retaliate and yes on, on, on a soul level we are so tempted to because you know these people come and they, they took everything that's so dear to us so it's, it's so natural for those emotions to come in our hearts to, to desire something bad to them and, and, to, to, to have this hatred for them to see them struggle and to see them die but we learn that Holy Spirit saying no this is not part of my kingdom so our, our responsibility is to guard our heart and keep our heart from bitterness and from evil not to be overcome by evil but, oh, but you overcome evil with the good and you know what's going to happen when I do that, when I guard my heart like this, when I, when, I, when I don't allow hatred to come in my heart, it allows me to get closer and closer to God. Closer and closer to Him. And there is no, no more gap between me and our Savior. And doesn't matter what you go through, doesn't matter what the crisis, doesn't matter what the circumstance. In this closeness, this is what happens in the, in the Song of Solomon, uh, Song of Solomon 8.5. It says, Who is coming up from the wilderness leaning on her beloved? 
Кто выходит, опиравшись? Не с вопросом, почему? Я дальше. Куда смотрел Бог? Я дальше. Господь, помоги пройти. But no, Lord, Помоги оказаться верным. Я не хочу потерять тебя. Я хочу слышать вас. И тогда, чтобы не было в ваших жизнях, мы выйдем опиревшись. Отдав его мщение, да. Да, но не ожидая. Он знает. God knows. We, we, we allow him to take care of revenge and other things. We don't try to play God. We leave everything in his hands. We just know that we are his forever. Lord, I'm praying and asking for these precious brothers and sisters of mine. There is a path for each and every one of you and God prepared certain things for you to go through and certain good works to do to people around you for his glory to manifest his love to manifest his life but on this journey, on this path There are different things. We live in a fallen world, in a dark world. And maybe you think that maybe you feel like God is losing control over some situations. I just want to tell you that it doesn't matter what you go through. God still remains in control. Nothing catches him by surprise. Бог тебя создал. Nothing that happens in your life is a coincidence. God created you. in a unique way and he prepared every single day for you. He prepared everything for you. to take you away from God's hand. No one. Но я молюсь о каждом сердце. And I'm just praying for each Я прошу тебя, Господь, покажи, где идет борьба зла с добром. Где идет борьба? Я прошу во имя Иисуса, покажи каждому и помоги. Lord, on their journeys, doesn't matter what they go through. Lord, I'm just asking so you would giving them strength and you would get them closer to your heart as they go through hardships in their life. Поднявшись над злом. So they, would, so they would coming out on the other side closer to you. And in these difficult circumstances when you think that everything is lost and nothing can be done about it God is still working everything for your good. And one of the things that he does that when you come out you will be stronger and you will be closer. You will be closer. When it's going to happen and how it's going to happen it's not in our power. Only he is the one who knows. He is the door. He is the way. And he will open the doors in his times. And he will restore what was lost. He will restore what devil stole. He is a great God. He loves us so much. He loves you so dearly because you belong to him in Jesus name
Aleluia. Aleluia. Он наш Бог. He is our God. Спасибо, Вал. Thank you so much, We give all glory to God. For His faithfulness. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, church. Uh, my mom, she said that if I know that our circumstances are different, and I know that many of us we don't go through the war, and many of us we don't live in a in a street fighting situation, and we don't see bombs flying left and right, but we go through our own battles. It could be battle with health, or it could be battle in relationships or with addiction. If you would like to receive prayer, my mom said she would be happy just to be here. And if you just want to come and she can't really uh, pray in English or anything, but she can just lay her hands and just pray for strength. And so God will give you favor and grace to go through whatever you go through. And uh, um, what I really, you know, when my mom shares it, it's very unique because she, she's my mother. So she's not just a speaker. So I kind of, I have very mixed feelings in my heart during all of that. But that thought that we get, we grow closer to our Savior. We, go, we grow closer to his heart. Doesn't matter where we go through. And one time she told me, I'm glad, I'm thankful for that God allowed us to go through what we went through. I'm thankful for the times that we had uh, living through this dark season because the way I got to know God, the way I experienced his presence, I never I didn't even know it was possible. So I know it's kind of hard to fathom, but this is what God does. He is good. So church, thank you so much. God bless you. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your week. And if you want prayer, please come. We'll be here to pray for you. You're free to go. Thank you. Hey everyone, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something that spoke to you or blessed you in some way. That really is the heart of Harvest City Church, that you take what you've heard, learned, or experienced here, and then go out and share that good news with others. So go ahead and post this video to your page, start conversations, and who knows the lives that God could transform through it. If we can support you in some way in this season, please let us know. Maybe you've decided to dedicate your life fully to Jesus. We want to hear about it and celebrate with you and help you in those first steps. Connecting in to share the joys and the struggles of life is why we're here. Finding community is super important too, so if you're wondering about any of our programs for kids, youth, or adults, just reach out to us by phone or at the link below and we'll be in touch. To all of those who are partnering financially with us, thank you for your investment into the kingdom of God. It allows us to do what he's calling us to and reach even more people. For more info on that, go over to harvestconnect.ca slash give. If you haven't already, be sure to check out our live stream chat area at harvestconnect.ca slash live. It's a great place for interaction, commenting, prayer with our online hosts, and more. And don't forget to like and subscribe to our social pages and all that good stuff too. Take care, keep living your call, and we'll see you again real soon.